Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Two Dweebs Podcast, Season 2, Two Fit, Two Dweebs. I'm the Suit Ambassador, and I'm joined, as always, by my buddy and co-host, Nick. How's it going, How's it man? How's it going? It's going fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, it's going pretty great for me, too. So, this is a fitness and anime-related podcast where we talk about getting buff and watching stuff. So, hopefully in a way that will tie the two together in a nice little package. This week, we're going to be talking about Motivation and Haikyuu, one of our favorite anime of all time. I think it's most people's favorite anime. It's like the starter anime that's actually really good, and that's my opinion on it. Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's it's relatively realistic as well, you know, when it's it good. comes to, like, shonen anime. Yeah, especially, like, even other sports anime, like Korkano Basket, uh, yeah. it has, like, you know, they have the powers and stuff. It's yeah, more like, you could actually achieve this. That. Yeah, I mean, and the characters go to the extremes, you know, in this show, but it's still things that are relatively possible, would, you know? I mean, I guess they're just really good at one particular thing. Yeah, exactly, and they're not, like, good all around. Mm-hmm. They all they have faults, which is really cool, and it's not just, like, personality faults. It's, like, physical, like, limitations. Like I would say, no. Kageyama, he, he's, like, a genius with, um, you know, actually setting the ball, putting it where he needs to, but... He's. I don't think he has as great of stamina as like the other players, you know. Or even compared to Hanada, Hanada is just you know the whole mountain. Yeah. I think that's also another good thing. Like the whole mountain of both hill both both ways. Uh, there's mm-hmm. literally a physical mountain between his house and the school he goes to, which I think yeah, is really it's a cool. thirty minute bike ride, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was a good cardio in the morning and afternoon. Yep. So but regardless, yeah. Before we, we get we, into talking about motivation. Uh, what have you been up to in, with fitness recently? I, I have finally learned, and I, I don't know how many times it needed to be, but you know, pummeled in my head that if I don't keep up my meal prep, everything falls apart. And I, I can like so last two weeks ago, I meal prepped perfect, not one slip up. There's this one ice cream place in my hometown that I love. <laughs> and my parents were going to it, and on that week, I was like, no, I don't want any, don't wow. want any. Then now compared to the last week. Where I didn't meal prep because I was just slow. I went to the beach and I, didn't, I was too lazy, you know, to do it on the when I get back. Um, yeah. And I just laid in my bed all day. And the week was completely different. Like I was, I was like, my girl, me and my girlfriend went like by ourselves to PWs. No need to do that. We just, it was awful. I felt, you know, horrible. I need to meal prep, and I'm doing it tomorrow. Sunday meal prep, twelve o'clock. Put it on your calendars, boys. Do yeah. it. Yeah, do it. Meal prep is. Man, meal prep is such a good tool, honestly. I mean, like, I don't do it. I do it slightly. Like, I'll cook um, fried rice for when I go to work. Mm-hmm. And so I know how, it's about 550 calories the way I make it. It's got tons of vegetables, tons of chicken, tons of egg in there, you know. It's really good stuff. And so I'll take that when I'm going to work. But uh, on other days, like, I know what I'm going to eat. And it's, like, really simple to make. Like, I love eating eggs. And, uh, and dinner, I'll always make sure I know what dinner is. And it's... My fitness pal, it's it's kind of like a meal prep, you know, and it's crazy. It's it's crazy if if at the beginning of the day, if if I put in everything that I'm going to eat that day, it doesn't matter what it is. If I put it all in there, then I will stick to it. But if mm-hmm. I don't, and I'm like, well, I know I'm going to eat this. I'll put it in tonight. 
I will go off the rails just eating, you know, whatever I want to. And it's ridiculous. I'll just stand in the pantry in my house oh my just God, to yes. find something to eat. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. If you don't set that barrier for you, you won't stick to it. And that actually pays a lot into motivation. Like if you, I, I we'll, we'll get into that later, of course. Um, yeah. The, the other thing I've learned um, besides meal prep is I'm never eating Olive Garden again. This is this is even <laughs> so much help. It is so disgusting. Last time I went, you might love Olive. I used to love Olive Garden, but it I haven't just been there feel, in years. I, it makes me feel so gross. Like I was like I honestly think like nutrition not only like you know it's ninety percent of the battle, but like if you mm-hmm. don't eat well, you will not work out. There's no possible way because I feel awful after it. Yeah, I did no, not. If my you feel bad, day. you're not gonna you're not gonna work out. Um. Yeah, and it's something that I realized to where even even if I eat like a lot of food, but it's like all good food, I still don't want to work out. You know, I just feel sick if I exactly. start working out, and it's the worst feeling, especially when you've like planned it all out, and then you just—it's the hardest. It's probably the hardest uphill battle to fight. You know, I think so too. Uh, yeah. Which is which is why working out in the morning is great if you can do it because uh, yeah, you get no, it done. And, and then it you can sets just do that whatever. Tone for the day. Exactly. Want to win? Yep. When you start off with a win, you know you you just want to do more. You want to keep getting those wins, which is always a good thing. Like no matter what it is, fitness, uh, creative work, just work in general, whatever it is you're doing, each time you get a win, it's always helpful. I think so too. I think that's like a very like it's like those baby steps, you know, to getting to where you want to be. But and I think that's a good transition into the motivation section um and haiku yeah. actually has a lot of motivation even at the first episode and that's something we both wanted to touch on because that's what like started the idea of this motivation podcast or like this this one podcast on motivation just because like hanada so this is going to be by the way spoilers for the entire show um I, yeah. I haven't read the manga any so just up to season three the end of season three um we might touch on we might know i don't exactly know what we won't go into to. like really big spoilers and there's not like a lot i don't think either that's like you know, crazy. Like I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's true. It's all just it's like, like really experiencing IQ. But mm-hmm. still, if you're against spoilers, yeah, it's good to have that there. Just just to let you know, uh, watch the show. 100 percent recommend it. Yes. But we're gonna be talking on how IQ not only like is a good like showcase for motivation, but also how it can motivate you know the watcher, how it motivated us. Yeah. Um, and I know you had a we talked so we talked a little bit about what we were going to talk about beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple of things noted down, but you said uh, there was an arc um, with one of the. I guess he would be technically a side character, even though he does play for Karasuno. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a really good, just strong start to this. So if you want to just explain the situation there, and then we can just dive in. Yeah. So uh, Inoshita is he's one of the I believe he's a second year yeah. in in uh, on the team for Karasuno. And he, um, there's a point before they joined, or before uh, Hinata and Kageyama joined the team, where he he got sick, I believe, is what happened. He got sick or something happened. He might have gotten injured where he couldn't practice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, well, I'll get it, you know, the next day. I'll go to practice the next day. And then he just headed back home to the AC, you know, where it was easy. And he was like, okay, well, I'm still recovering. I'll get it the next day. And it was this just big snowball effect of, and he was just slowly, it was it was more and more distance between him and volleyball, and like what because he really wanted to do volleyball, I believe is like he still wanted to do it, he just didn't want to put in the effort to do it, mm-hmm. as much as he would rather go home and go, 
you know, just chill out in the air conditioning instead of, you know, practicing in the hot heat of Japanese summers, which are notoriously bad, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, when he finally does come back, though, he the sense of um, like, I don't even know what the, the term is, but like the sense of like community, I guess. Yeah. Helped him like realize like, OK, this is the better thing here is volleyball is better even though it's more work in the long run it's it like in the long run it'll be better than just that instant gratification yes very right yeah which yeah and which is what kind of um like motivation is really key to a lot of things that you want to do in general but it's not like the end all be all obviously um but it's definitely a helpful tool but you can't rely on it because that's what I think the message here with with Inoshita is is that you can't rely on motivation. Um, you can use it to it's a great starting point, and it can get you back into something. You know, if you get motivated again and you start actually doing it, you know, it gets you back into it. But it's not going to be there always. You know. No, I 100% glad you said that because I feel the exact same way. I, 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 that's what I was going to go into saying that I don't think motivation is ever going to last, um, no matter what it is. And I think there's a counterpoint to that later on that we're going to get into when I talk about one of the things I wanted to bring up with motivation and haiku. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's the best thing to get you in the gym on that, that first step in the gym. I think it's a great thing. Um, so the guy was named. He's a side character. I forget his name. What is it? He's a. He's, they call him the Don of the Second. You know, Nisha. Is that how you say it? In, in, uh, Inoshita. Inoshita. Like yes. I think that's like a really beautiful thing that he, you know, he loved volleyball so much that he that that first step is like the best step because it's you know it's getting you in the right direction. Um, yep. And I think that the motivation is great for getting you into the place you need to be, but it's not going to last. And you need to build up the habits why you have that motivation to really carry you in the long run. I think that's why so many diets and stuff fails. Because, you know, that first week, oh, you're feeling great. But then it starts to get hard. Oh, you got to cancel uh, hanging out with friends to go work out. No one wants to do that. And that's why it's so hard. And that's why I think building habits, especially in the morning, is just such a great thing. Because um, motivation, I don't mm-hmm. think, lasts. And and another point we talked about before this is Hinata, the first episode. Um, Hinata, we see Hinata, maybe it's the second episode, um, but first and second episode, we see Hinata, like, all through middle school. He just kept this same level of motivation. He wanted this, you know? And he would uh, he would get his friends to spike for him. He didn't, he didn't have a team, but he got, like, you know, the girls' volleyball players, the, the like, the mothers' volleyball team in his neighborhood. Um, he got the his friends to set for him. But... He, what we see all throughout high school, and then finally on his, you know, his, he finally gets to play that last match with just people he scraped up. I said that, and it's kind of sad to say, but I don't think it's a real. Um, I don't know if you have any other points added to that, but I don't think you could keep that level of motivation all the way. At least I couldn't. I'm not that much yeah. of a monster. I mean, I think it really is like about a, a prodigy more so, mm-hmm. because I mean, I watched this documentary on, um, I think it was Larry Bird. I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Okay. Didn't he play for the Atlanta Hawks? He played for the Celtics, maybe before the Hawks. Okay, but maybe. But um, anyways, it's it's one of the older basketball players, and they would they were talking about how his dad would just drop him off at the gym, and leave him there for eight hours and like lock the door, and he'd be there and there by himself. Oh wow! And in that case, like you know, he didn't have anything else to do, mm-hmm. which is why he worked towards it. And uh, so it wasn't really about motivation; it was more of just like this is all that I have, right? 
Mm-hmm. And but you hear about other prodigies where like this is like their their motivation is because they want to do this. This is what they want to do for life. You know, like a lot of YouTubers are like, this is what I want to do. And uh, but to do this, you know, I got to work hard. And so they're they'll just kind of start to work and work and keep that up. And it's really difficult. I mean, it's not an easy thing, you know, to keep that motivation there. And because, I mean, it's almost impossible. And which is why visualization comes into play, which I think Hinata kind of used uh, to his advantage. Because, you know, he really wanted to play a game just in general. Um, And so he would keep that. And that was his driving force. It was more that, like the motivation of seeing the little giant there it was always there for him, you know? That's but it true. Was, it was never, like, his real thing. But I don't think that's a thing for most people. Like, I, th- I think Hinata is still a prodigy when it comes to, like, volleyball. Like, legitimately, I mean, he's he's shown to have insane jumping, you know, abilities. Um, and, like, not superhuman feats, but... To an average person, they're superhuman, if that makes sense. Yeah, and also the ability to like you know see over the block. Um, I think that yeah, he has that drive to want to see that mm-hmm. when he yeah. finally gets to a game. And, and maybe there are. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. If you want to go ahead. No, no, no. You're good. And maybe there are people like that. I just don't know any. I do you know anyone that has that just drive all through? To just you know keep it up, always be working on it. Um, people might say they have that drive or passion about something, but it's to an extent to be able. Yeah, to- exactly. It's definitely to an extent. Um, I mean, I know in smaller things, I think that you can use this a lot better, right? Like in smaller focuses. So, mm-hmm. like for instance, um, me and you, we do a lot of running, right? And yeah. when I was first getting into running, my um, the thing that I would always think about is you know I'd have that next goal to get to. Um, it'd be like, well, if I can just run to that, that power pole right there, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be farther than I've ever gone. If I can just run to that little exercise, like equipment right there, farther than I've ever gotten. And keeping those like milestones going was always a big thing for me, which seems to be what Hinata's doing just in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's like, well, once I get into a game, and that's what I think it's kind of dangerous in that sense, because that is such a long time. And he almost had no control over it, you know. Whereas, like, if you're running and you can see it there, like, you have control over whether you can get to it or not. Maybe it's not today. Maybe it's tomorrow. When you finally hit that, you know, one mile mark, though, of constant running, that's a yeah. huge, like, you. that's a huge dopamine rush, honestly. You know, it sounds weird to say that, but it is. I mean, I know when I go running and I hit a new PR or whatever, um, that always feels huge and I'm always motivated to keep going to the next one. But that slowly, you know, that motivational wane. Um, yeah. Whereas it never really so. did for Hinata, like you were saying. Well, I, see, we don't see it, at least, on camera. Maybe it did at some points, and maybe yeah. we just I saw mean, the highlights. Yeah, because it went um, through three years, you know, of his middle school life in about, what, probably five minutes? Exactly. <laughs> episode yeah. so we one. We can't say we know, but the way the like the show paints the picture of Hinata, it makes it seem as though he was just so dead set on playing a game, um, or like playing volleyball, that he just never had any moments like that. When I, even mm. though we both can say we probably generally love, or at least have a strong like like of running, um, there's been days where I just don't want to go out there. Like I just like it's hot, I don't want to do this. Oh yeah. But, but because but because when I had that motivation, I set up those habits already. I just started doing, it. and I need to get those habits set up again. Um, 
Yeah. Because I, I lost them when summer came around and we got out of school, and then I go back a little bit, and then I lost them again. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. But I think, yeah, that, I think that's a really good point that the show, like, kind of, I'd say brushes over. In my And I think there's also two, um, I see that, but I think there's two exceptions to, like, the constant motivation rule. I think there's a com- sense of community with what you're doing. Um, so, like, for instance, when with Korosuno, um, everyone, especially at the second season, like, the first little arc, they were at the Chokyo training camp for the week. Um, we see them, you know, so like, so firstly, it's just Hinata and then uh, Kageyama practicing together. And then we see, you know, the third year is adding to it. And then, like, the pressure of, like, I, what do you say pressure, like, good pressure of all of them working hard is what finally made Suki, uh, Su- Sukiima. Uh, finally like you know take it seriously because he just like it was just that pressure of everyone working towards their goal as a team to make everyone else better um, and I think that's something that can keep motivation going on indefinitely as long as you have that team and that's one of the yeah. things yeah it's, it's almost like uh, you know it's like the mob mentality almost but in a positive mm-hmm. way it's like well everybody else is working hard so if I don't work hard then I'm going to be the odd man out and exactly. I don't want to be the odd man out you know so I'm going to work hard to get better, um, especially like team sports. I think that we both played team sports in high school. You played baseball and I played football. Mm-hmm. And there's something even on days where I didn't want to do anything, you know, after after classes, after school was out, I was like, I could literally just drive home right now. Like, exactly. But I still I'd go down to that locker room and uh, in the 105 degree weather, you know, Oh in the God. Alabama blazing sun, <laughs> in the soup of the that we call the air down here, uh, you know, suit up in my pads and get out there, and we'd all work hard. And uh, you know, we weren't all as good as each other, you know, but we were all we all were, we were all having fun, which is such a key thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not having fun doing something, you're not going to do it because it's not like what's what's going to motivate you if you find out that something you thought was going to be fun isn't fun. Like what? What is your? There's no motivation that can keep you going for that long. Mm-hmm. With when something like that happens, and it's like I I can't imagine because I used to wrestle and that was like my big sport before I got into baseball. Um, mm-hmm. And when we used to wrestle, like it would suck. We'd have because like it's so much conditioning involved in it. I, I assure you, waking up at five in the morning to go running with a trash bag over your body to make weight is not fun. I oh, despised it. Wow, that sounds yeah, awful. <laughs> it, it it absolutely was. And, and uh, but when I got to wrestle and they put my hand up in the air after I won a match, that was fun. And I think that's the brings it up to the second I think exception for like motivation when mm-hmm. when it comes to like a sport. And it's also something that they show in the show very well. Uh, and during Suki's arc, um, which I think, I don't want to say it, but maybe my favorite character in the show. At least his arc Ooh. is my favorite. Okay. Um, even though I That's love. some bold words. <laughs> even though I love, I absolutely love uh, Tanaka, the shaved hair, like, punk dude. Just because I think yeah. he's such a good, ex- like, you know, he, he fits me, my personality very well. Yeah. Um, but, like, at one point in the show, he's like, this is just a club sport. Why do you try so hard when he's at the Tokyo Book? I, I think the second... So, first of all, I'm going to preface this. The second season... The, uh, during the second season, the first arc of that show, the first 12 episodes, the best episodes of Haikyuu, by far. Absolutely love them. I think that, like, there's such a good, like, character-building show. That doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> Suki, they, Suki Ima, uh, Suki asks another one of the, like, you know, third years from... I think it's... I think it was Nekoma. Um, the tall, spiky-haired dude. I forgot his name. No, it's um, not Nekoma. It's, um, I can't remember what it's from. I know who you're talking about, though. The Horn Owls. It's the, the Horn Owl team. 
like the yeah, because he's got the white and black uh, spiked hair. It's uh, Bokuto. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right, Bokuto. Um, and he is from the blue. Yeah, he's from Tokyo uh, as well. Fukurodani. Fukurodani. Um, and so he asks them, like, you don't guys don't love. Like, you love, like, well, it's just a school sport. You know, it's just like a club sport. What's the point of this? Is it like for, you know, we can put on our resume that we worked really hard in volleyball club when we're older? And he, and he, and Bokuto in response to this asks, you know, Suki, do you love volleyball? Uh, do you, like, have fun with it? And he says, like, no, not really. Um, and then Bokuto says, like, up to recently, I didn't either. But there would be that one moment where everything changes and you'll say, I love volleyball, and you'll just be hooked. And I think mm-hmm. that's such a powerful thing because in fencing, right, we don't really have the team camaraderie because as that a little background, if you don't know, I fence for my school. Um, and it, we do practice together, but, you know, it's an individual sport on the strip. Um, it's really just us. Maybe the coach is coaching us, but we were making the final decisions. What we do does not affect the team as a whole um, because it's all individual. Yeah. And my thing I, there's just one move called a flesh and literally it, it's it's a little bit more nuanced than this, but basically you point the sword at them you run at them and it's the most and you, you try to hit them <laughs> before they hit you and it's the most satisfying thing when they because there's nothing they can do to, if you're just so fast there's nothing they can do and you just run right by them laughing and that is my thing <laughs> I absolutely love getting people on fleshes I would flesh every day if my coach didn't drill it into my head that I'm not allowed to I absolutely love the flesh and that's my thing with fencing that's why I love it so much Suki's thing we turn to find out is blocking and when he gets a super good shutdown block and then in the third season we see him get a bl- very important block later on you know I'm not trying to get too spoilery um, and then he's like we just like you, we can just tell that's his moment he's going to remember that and that's why he's going to love volleyball forever and I think that's the two exceptions to constant motivation a team and then finding what you love about that sport and just sticking to it um, and that's my philosophy on it at least if you have anything to say on that yeah, no, I mean, I I totally agree that, and, like, the thing is, like, the thing I like about Suki's arc so much, like, he's not my favorite character. My favorite is Kenma from mm-hmm. Nekomo, but that's oh. for a completely different reason. Uh, the re- thing I like about Suki's arc so much is that they they show that, like, you know, he was, he's was he been playing volleyball for a long time, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really, you know, really enjoyed it. Like, it's been all right, it's been fine, but it's been a club sport. It hasn't been his sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It, I like how they show that you know, you don't you don't always know, um, like that you're gonna like something when you first start out. Just because you try it and you know you think it's cool doesn't mean you're gonna stick with it. That makes sense. It's it's when you have that you know that one moment. If I, you know what I'm you know what I mean. It's like that one moment where you feel like this is uh, this is insane. You know I can't believe this is making me do this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's when, yeah. That's when it's it it all clicks I, for I, you, and that that motivation can kind of take control, in a sense. You, I think it almost goes on autopilot because you're just so focused on that one thing. Um, it doesn't matter what. And I guess we're kind of just speaking exactly what we said. What couldn't be possible with Hanada at the beginning? Um, it just like yeah. I, I mean, and I think I think the difference. Um, the thing about Hanada is that. I think it is that constant, you know, drive to be better without... He never actually did anything. You know, he knew it from the time he saw it, which can be, I guess, can be kind of a dangerous notion, you know, because he saw something and he was like, this is it. This is this is, this is is everything that I've ever wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. But he... 
I mean, other people might never feel that exactly. Like they might have to be like a Tsuki and have to play it for a couple years or do something for a couple years before they really feel it. And they're like, this is it, you know? And so I think that the, that's two different kinds of motivation almost, but I think the, I mean, I don't like saying the dangerous thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like the the dangerous thing of thinking that Hinata's way is the only way, which I don't think anybody thinks that, but of of that even like being a thought is, well, maybe, you know, this was like your true passion, but you, you know, didn't give it enough chance to to learn if it was like, I mean, like for me, I think I found a real passion in running, which I'd if, if you'd asked me two years ago, you know, if I'd ever see myself going outside for a run, um, you know, for fun, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even, I probably would have just walked away. Like, I don't even think I would have laughed at it because it's not something that I ever enjoyed, like throughout all of high school. And I think part of it also is that, you know, that was forced, whereas, this is something I've, I've started doing for myself instead of for, um, you know, for a team or for a group or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yourself, you got to put yourself first. But the team can, the, like we talked about the team mentality before, and that can definitely help you. But you got to, it's all about you in the mm-hmm. long run, right? Which is, this is a very selfish thing to say, but it's it's true, you know. That's you true. Can't, yeah. You can't just do everything for other people. Like any character you see like that, like they always have that that moment. I'm trying to think of like a the character like that in Haikyuu. and I think I mean honestly I think it's Kenma is the the character that I think of like that the most is that mm-hmm. he you know, he was always doing playing volleyball for Kuro. And then when his moment was when he met Hinata and he was like and Hinata was just so upbeat and the exact opposite of everything that Kenma is, <laughs> you know, and then he, and, but there was something about Hinata that he just couldn't, he couldn't put his finger on, but it was, it was that, uh, that perfect meeting and he knew that he was going to have to, to beat Hinata at some point. Like that was his, his goal, his mission was to beat him. And I mean, that was a that was his moment. I mean, he played volleyball for years, you know, like Suki, but he hadn't ever he didn't know why. He was always playing it for other people. You know, mm-hmm. playing it so that he could I mean, it was partially so he could just hang out with Kuro, who was one of his only friends, but it was still it was not for himself. It was still for Kuro. You know. Yeah, that makes sense, and, yeah. I think so I think that's actually a really good point. Um Kuro I think it's okay, especially when it comes to motivation, to just take that, to have someone else, you know, lead the way for you. And you just kind of follow that. You don't have to, like, you know, be out there blazing paths when you're yeah, exactly. with your thing. You can just, like, you can, like, it's okay to take that. And if that's what you enjoy, that's fine. But you don't have to be mm-hmm. super competitive, like, and fi- try to, like, be, like, you know, the best in your sport. You know, just being out there and doing something is, motiv- I guess, can be motivation in itself. I think, no, don't get me wrong, I think my motivation is definitely winning at fencing. I don't enjoy losing. Um, and I don't do it for the love of the sport. I do it because I want to win. It was just kind of, yeah. you know, I say egotistical, who cares? Um, Whatever. And I, it, it, it doesn't matter what your reason is for being out there. As long as, like, you find motivation in something and you just get out there. Um, I, something I want to touch on that you kind of hinted on there is like you think rivalship and that's a really like strong theme in the show like mm-hmm. having a rival 
You know, yeah. Hinata, Kageyama, big rivals. Hinata, Tsukima, rivals. In a way, everyone I mean, on the team of Kur, uh, Kurosuno. Kurosuno are rivals with each other. Because um, they're always yeah. like, I'm not going to let you beat me. I want to be better than you. And that's to drive them to be forward. How powerful of a force in your own life, or just in your, like, you know, theoretically, is rivalship, like, you know, to you, Seaweed? Well, I think it's huge, honestly. I mean, for for those who, who don't know, which I don't know if you listened to the last season of the podcast, uh, where we kind of touched on this, but I mean, me and you do some competitions every once in a while. Me too. And I would consider us rivals in this. You know, like, we have different goals, but, like, we're always... You know, and our other friend, um, our other friend Jake, I'd also consider him a rival. You know, yeah. I, I especially but, when it comes to running. I, I definitely yeah, when it comes that. to running, and uh, and when it because he's a he's a writer, right? So I I mean I I want to I want to get be able to write like him one day. Uh, honestly, like like be on that same like have that same drive that he does. Mm-hmm. And so that seeing him getting back into writing now has pushed me to start writing more. Um, just writing anything, you know. And whenever whenever I see those notifications from uh, from my fitness pal saying uh, Nick has just ran a whatever you know mile run, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh man, all right, it's time to get out there again. You know, <laughs> like I I think it's huge. I think it's a huge uh, motivator, and I think that's what kind of works with the team, like the team setting mm-hmm. is like because everybody on your team like is they are you're their rival. Like you're all rivals to each other, um, and but you can come together and have rivals in you know other teams as well. Mm-hmm. But it's that like constant. I mean that's that's why. So for another personal anecdote from back in high school when we did when I played football, we would all we all had to work out. That was our enrichment. So before practice, we would go work out, and everybody like if you walked in there and you had no idea, you know, you'd never been to a gym with a bunch of high school boys before, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't know what's going on because everybody's always screaming at each other. You know, uh, people are standing over people at the bench just screaming at them telling them <laughs> to get one more, you know, or telling them, oh, you can't even do that weight, <laughs> man. But it was never like, it was never like actually making fun of people, you know. It was always like, it was always in a, in a push so that, to make everybody else better um and it was always i mean it was always in jest like we all knew you know each of us we were never i mean there was also you know that we had a trainer so it was never going to go to the point where somebody was going to get hurt but i mean the trainer would come and yell at, at people as well and <laughs> you know i mean that's one of the things that works so well about rivalries and teammates is just that whole that bonding the bonding you can you can have with each other to push you to be better so that's i mean that's my personal thoughts on rivalries i I don't know how you feel i see i'm in a weird position i've never had someone that i on a team at least or like on another opposing team that i just wanted to beat so bad i do consider us rivals um Mm -hmm. but i don't like i just don't have like the i i I just okay i don't i say that but when we do competitions i i'm I'm like i have to win this i'm not gonna let you beat me (laughs) i but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's... And I think that's another good point we could touch on. I don't think what motivates me is what's going to motivate you. Um, 
even at its like base core. So like I don't I don't think I'm very motivated by rivals. I think I'm motivated by winning against anyone in front of me. Um, so it, I, even if I'm not competing against you per se, if I'm competing against Jake, if I'm competing against just some random guy on the internet, I want to beat them. I don't care who it is. Maybe and that's what motivates me: winning, the, the joy of winning. Um, yeah. Some people might be motivated by rivals. Some people might be motivated by say, oh, if I run five times a week, I get to eat an ice cream. Um, I don't know. Whatever motivates you, that's fine. But motivation only has its, you know, like we said earlier, it can't take you too long. Like in the moment, it's a great, you know, source. But for longevity, I don't think motivation really plays that much of a factor. It's a good first step, like we said. Um, And I think that's what we're going to have to keep coming back to no matter what. Um, Yeah. I mean, it really is that that really great, like, kickstart. You know, it's like when you... When you get your G Fuel and you take that first... <laughs> uh, no, but, like, I mean, that's what pre-workout is all about, right? Like, if you don't have the motivation to go to the gym, the whole point of a pre-workout is to have something that tastes good that you can have and be like, all right, well, now that I've had this, I have to go to the gym. That's the deal. That's mm-hmm. what this is, you know? Um, and it is that it is that motivation. It is very, very short-term. Like, it's never a... Like if I, if I go to the, you know, you know, if I get, if I lose 30 pounds in the next three months, then this is going to happen. That's, that's never going to get you through. Cause you're eventually probably, if you can hold out for four weeks, like that's already impress- insane. That's true. Yeah. But you're going to break eventually if you don't have, if you don't have any type of, um, reward to, to continue that motivation. I think that motivations are very good short term, but you can't just have like a long stretch. And I think that's kind of what we talked about with with Hinata, and why we said that, or why you said that you know he you don't think somebody like that exists because it it is such a what they show in the show at least what's shown is it's such a long term goal, mm-hmm. and he has no idea if he doesn't even know if he'll ever be able to reach it, you know, because he doesn't have the players. Because nobody joins the club until his third year. Yeah, he has to beg so. his two friends on different clubs to join him. Like it. Yeah. The something I want to touch on that you talked about, like the danger of um, motivation. I didn't really pick up until, like, and now it just clicked with me. It's I'd say motivation is almost a double-edged sword in a way, um, especially mm-hmm. the way they portray it in um, Haiku or the first episode of Haiku at least. Because um, like you know, it gets you out there, and you're going good that week. Uh, and then it just kicks off. You're gonna feel awful about yourself. Like, what happened? Like, is this like just not cut out for me? There, were, I had something in my head. I wish I would have just wrote it down. And I'm sure I would think of it right before right when we end the the podcast here. But yeah, it's just I just think it's such like a point I never even thought of before this that motivation actually can be detrimental because like and then next time it comes around because like we said, motivation is a good kickstart. It gets you into the gym. Um, habits keep you going. Next time when you think about it, like, oh, I'm motivated, but what happened last time? I didn't stick to it. There's no point in trying. I don't even know if this is theoretically, like, if this it has ever happened before. But I can definitely see even myself, like, oh, it didn't work last time. This isn't going to work this time. I'm just not going to do it, um, even if I do hate that motivation because it just comes in waves. The other thing I want to talk about motivation is I think it's, and we pretty much already said what I, we had to say over it, but mm-hmm. in the moment, so, like, in a, if I'm in a bout in fencing, I, I'm – 
and I think it's yeah. very well shown on the very last, like the third episode, third season, excuse me, where it's just that one match. And at the very end of it, they're just like their legs are dead; they can't do anything. But they're so motivated in that moment. They don't. All they want to do is win in that one moment that they're able to jump. You know, serve it. They're able to like block, jump with all their might and block, even when their bodies physically won't let them. Uh, and I think that's the power of motivation. But after that, I really don't know what to say. Yeah. About See, I think that is the power of motivation put to the extreme. Um, but you know, like that is like once that's done or even in like the short term, you know, like you're going to break like they did at the end of it, you know, they were, I mean, they were dead essentially. <laughs> they couldn't have played one more. Um, I don't even know what that's called. Uh, match? rally. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, like volley. They couldn't have even done one more volley because they were just so dead. Um, and it was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just, I think it's a really good extreme of what motivation can do both beneficial and negative. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a really good like point. Um, I'd say in this section on we, another section we wanted to start doing, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I can just go ahead is yeah, every go time ahead. we're going to watch uh, anime. We're going to pair it with some kind of topic and it can be a very vague topic like motivation or it could be like, just, you know, next week we're thinking about doing a deep dive on swimming. Um, I think that's what we agreed upon. Yeah, and well, in the next episode. In the next episode, of course. Um, yes. And w- because of that, we want to like give some of our recommended exercises, what we would do, add a little more, you know, personality to this, other than just motivation, yeah. and just talk about like some, you know, things in volleyball and what we would do to be able to achieve that better with our personal, you know, styles of, I guess, training would be the word. Yeah, yeah. And, and one if- thing I want to mention though is that neither of us are personal trainers. Um, this is just something we like to do for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just, uh, you know, if you take our advice on anything, you know, just uh, don't, if you get hurt, it's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think we'll get hurt because these are pretty, like, you know, basic lifts, but. Yeah. I mean, these are things that we've been, uh, I mean, I know the things that I've picked are things that I've been taught by, you know, trainers and things the like. And you can do tons of research on research about it on your own without um just taking our word for it Mm -hmm. so and something also i want to before we i think we should actually say the workouts you would pick is what our own philosophies are on like you know health and what what our personal like not even our goals as of right now we'll get into that later just like what we think of when we think of you know athletic fit what we what our philosophies are i guess is the best word to say it and if you Mm -hmm. want to start with that you can more than welcome to yeah so my personal um kind of training style is a mixture of both uh bodybuilding and calisthenics um i do prefer more of the side of the aesthetics of uh training and what that can give you um but i i also i understand the importance of being able to use the strength and Mm -hmm. have it be practical and so i do like to apply things when i'm working out in that manner so i'll do things you know like uh pull-ups uh, push-ups, running long distances, like things like that that are very practical um, that can help you in real-life situations. But I also add in, you know, those exercises that are almost purely for aesthetics. <laughs> so, And on the flip side of that, I'm the exact opposite. I could care less about aesthetics. I want the functional fitness, but I also really enjoy strongman to like a, a very 
intense degree. I probably shouldn't like it as much as I do. Um, <laughs> I just, if I was taller and if I actually had, you know, the body needed to be a professional strongman, you 100% know what I'd be doing. Screw finance, strongman all the way. Uh, but I think I do think of it as a nice hobby, and I do enjoy the sport. Um, but that's my philosophy. At least I love functional fitness. Doesn't matter what you look like. If you can do, if you can deadlift a house, I don't think anyone's going to say anything to you. Um, and I still think, like, of course, training is going to get you a nice body, and it's nice to look nice and all. But that should always be the second to, um, you know, just be able to like bench press a house. I like using house a lot. I don't know why, but that's that's my philosophy at least, and that's what I like to pick when I'm. Um, doing my training something that'll make me stronger not something that make me necessarily have bigger biceps or have nice abs um and that's just yeah fine. and i think that's why i think personally i think i have more of an emphasis on um nutrition mm-hmm. than you do not to say you don't at all um but i do have more of an emphasis just because nutrition is key in you know bodybuilding and aesthetics whereas in strongman like it's still important you know to get enough protein but you don't you don't need exact macros exactly yeah when that, strongman you just need energy to uh you know be able to lift heavy things to exactly. lift a house <laughs> exactly um and we can talk about strongman because i would really love to do an episode on just the sport of strongman and different yeah. like a and i mean i would have. love to learn more about it as well but for sure as a, for right now let's just talk about what we so we, this is how this is going to go is we picked things we don't know what each other picked uh, i think mm-hmm. we actually did talk about it but i don't remember what you said we didn't we didn't talk about the actual exercises which okay. Oh yeah, we just talked about like we're going to pick general things that we thought would work good if you're trying to be better at volleyball, uh, and we pick different like you know parts of that. And we're just going to he's going to say something, uh, he's going to say his exercise, and I'm like, oh, I think this would be better. It's a little back and forth discussion. If you mm-hmm. want to go ahead, seaweed, and start that, you're more than welcome okay. to pick yours first one. So the first thing that you know I think of when I think of volleyball is uh, jumping, mm-hmm. but. The first thing that I want to talk about is endurance because I think it's more more important of anything in volleyball because, I mean, when you're watching Haikyuu, they're always dead after these games, and there's just so much running around that, like, I never really thought about before I watched the show or before I really got into volleyball at all. I never thought about how intense the sport actually is, where, you know, it is a pretty intensive sport. I was surprised at just how much, like, endurance and stamina it takes. So... I mean, this is a pretty basic one, but I I put on here as my endurance one is long distance running. Okay. Um, like you want to make sure you have good form, but it's also important to do some faster pace running. Um, specifically, what I like to do is at the very the last tenth of a mile that I run. I've been adding this to my runs recently. Is I will sprint it mm-hmm. all out. You know, just go and then right after I can do my my cool down cool off and it's just it's a really it feels so good to do it you know um but it really having that high explosive um endurance is really going to help you especially after like directly after you've gotten done running um because you're already tired typically i'll run about four miles um so after that you know you're already dead and run just sprinting all out that last tenth of a mile it'll really push you know your muscle your it'll push your muscles to the brink of exhaustion and really help you build that the the endurance required and i think it'll be a great help to uh, volleyball just in general here see i have a little rebuttal for that because i also picked endurance as a, you know, a really big category for mm-hmm. being a good volleyball player i think 
your philosophy there is wrong, though. I don't think in a sport, let's say like soccer, right? There's, yeah. yeah. I think soccer is a sport where you're constantly running um, for the most part. Like you're running back and forth down the thing, depending on your position, of course. Goalie doesn't move as much, but for the most part, yeah. you're, it's a constant movement sport. Volleyball, mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's like fencing. Um, you get a chance to stop. You uh, so every time it resets after the volley, you get a few seconds before he serves to like you know reset. You're not constantly moving, so I don't think mm-hmm. long distance running would be a good. I think a hit extra hit cardio would be better. I what my coach recommends us do because uh, volleyball is you know you get those few seconds to rest afterwards. We do one minute running sprinting, one minute non sprinting, and just back and forth like that as many reps as you can. You just keep building it up. I personally don't like doing it because I like long distance running better and I 100% yeah. agree I think it's a lot more fun but it, if you're training for volleyball a sport where you had to be explosive and then stop explosive and stop I don't think there's not even like running though you could do jump rope any hit exercise a minute mm-hmm. on a minute off I think you'd be untouchable in volleyball for the explosiveness you need and, yeah. and the endurance as well so the reason I chose long distance instead of the hit um, is because I played football and obviously we're talking about real football, you know, American football. Uh, <laughs> and uh, obviously, you know, there's each play, after each play, you know, you get, it's, you have up to 40 seconds um, of a break. And you just have f- a few seconds of, you know, downtime, or uh, not downtime, of um, actual, like, intense work that you have to be doing. And, but one thing that our coaches always had us do was we would always run around the field multiple times. Um, at least once a week it would be these long like kind of it, not slow because if you're too slow um you know you you get yelled at but uh <laughs> you know, it was more long distance running like taking your pace because you need to you need that like lung capacity and that's what long distance running helps you do is build up your lung capacity mm-hmm. and then that'll and then we also had to do some explosive work which is why i recommended it at the end after you're already dead um because depending, I mean, football is obviously a different sport. Some players are running for longer, depending on where you're at. You know, you're doing different types of work. This is a very different sport than volleyball. Um, but you're also, I mean, you're constantly moving around on your side of the court in volleyball. Like, you might have those few seconds of rest, but you're never, when the ball is, when the volley is going, you are never standing still. Um, which is... I think differentiates it a little bit from fencing in that way. Because okay. I mean, at least as far as I know from fencing, because I don't know a lot about it, I will be honest. You know, it's really fine. It's um, a very vague sport in the States, but yeah. I, but I, what I've, what I've seen of fencing is most of the time, you know, there's a lot of standing and thrusting and I'm not saying that's not taking a lot out of you. I'm sure it is. Um, but it's, I feel like you're moving around a lot more in high and, no, being able to know where your feet are at all times is something that I've been able to to hone more in long distance running than I ever did in doing sprints and things like that. I here's my philosophy. I think don't get me wrong. I think you would benefit from doing either one of these. Um, oh, like, like for sure. Anything you do that's active is beneficial. The thing is, if you had to pick one, I'm almost. I think I personally, I think with my and of course bodies are different, body type are different. I think mm-hmm. the uh, the hit workouts uh, style would definitely benefit you more than um, in that aspect. But let's not get hung up on this one. It's just the first yes. one. I'll yep. do... So what is yours here? I think the most, especially in the show, they make it seem as a very, very strong tool, the jump spike. 
uh, not not just like the jump serve, excuse me. Um, you know, <laughs> the running up, especially you know when when curly hair boy, I forget his name, Hottie Hottie McToddy, Oikawa, Oikawa, you know, throws it up in the air and just serves it. I think there's two main muscle groups going in. I think it's the shoulder muscles, and I think it's the you know the jumping muscles. So I. And what are the jumping muscles? <laughs> the, the legs? I don't know what jumping... I, I'm not, I didn't say, we literally put a disclaimer that we're not physical trainers. Yeah, I know, I know. The, so, of course, jumping is good. So let's talk about jumping first. And jumping is good for blocking. It's good for everything. We actually already... When we first thought about this idea, we actually already had this, a bit of a discussion on this. Squats, 100% back squats, would be the perfect thing to increase that jump. Um just because it's working all the muscles. And I, I, I know for a fact that if you the more you squat, the stronger your legs are, the higher you'll be able to jump. That's a that's that's a Nick fact. You don't even gotta search it. You don't even gotta look that up. I hundred percent guarantee it to you. What is I know I know what you're gonna say, but what are your philosophy for the viewers? So um obviously I'm gonna take a more calisthenics approach. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to jumping, I think that getting the height you won't be able to get without actually practicing it. You know, you won't be able to like you can squat all day, but it might your vertical might go up slightly, but not as high as if you're actually jumping, which is why I would highly recommend box jumps because um, I mean, you're jumping onto something and you're supposed yeah, and the whole goal of a box jump is to jump up to a height and land softly. And if you can't land softly, then go down slightly in, in height, you know because uh, otherwise you're going to ruin your knees, and that's not good, I know from experience. Uh, <laughs> um, but box jumps will really get that height, like that jumping height that you need for volleyball, because it is important to have the height as well as um, the power there, which I think squats can be helpful for. But I, th- in personally, I think that just jumping in general is a better exercise because you're actually practicing the movement yeah, you're while getting, getting stronger. I, I See, I can see where you're coming from here. You get mm-hmm. the uh, coordination that comes along with jumping. Because I don't, I think anything that revolves the human body takes practice no matter what it is. Um, like we see yeah. in the show, they, Tanana's horrible at dives, uh, saves, whatever they're called. Um, yeah. And then he practice, they lose a ton of matches, they have to do mess penalties, and then by the end of the camp, he's good at them. Like, the more you practice any body movement, you're going to get better. But if you want just pure, explosive jumping power, squats, and just keep over, like, loading the weight on, and just keep pu- upping it up. Um, once you can do, like, and don't, like, up, do more reps. Do as many reps, do, like, five sets of five, three sets of five. When you do that fine without any work, you up the weight, then up the weight some more, then up the weight some more. And I think. I honestly say you probably progress faster that way with like the verticals than you would on just jump box jumping, in my personal opinion, anyways. Because it just builds the muscle faster, I think. With the right protein diet, I don't think you could beat it if you were just going for jumping. Yeah, I mean, again, like you were saying, you got to practice if you're gonna eat better. <laughs> you know, I don't want to turn this into like an argument segment because yeah. I think there's merit to everything that we've talked about. Um, but the other benefit of box jumps that you're not going to get with squats, no matter what you do, is that hit endurance, you know, exercise along with it. If you're doing box jumps right, then you're going to be doing them timed for, I mean, I would recommend about four, four to five uh, sets of uh, 30 seconds to a minute each set. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously when you can get one perfectly every time the entire set go up in height slightly. And the, th- the thing, um, and so that'll give you that endurance, 
that you're going to need later on in your jumping yeah. that you're never going to get from squats because sim- simply because you don't have as much like full body movement with a I'm not going to say full body strenuous activity because squats are definitely full body right you yeah. got to use your abs to stabilize um and you're using your legs obviously to go up and down but you know you have to you learn how to balance and with a box jump you can also just practice blocking you can do a box jump in front of a net you know That's if true. you really wanted to that makes whereas sense. with a and it's a much more just portable and you don't have to go to the gym to do it you can literally do it at home which I always that's that's the benefit of calisthenics that I always see which is why I prefer them but there is um, definitely merit in going to the gym as well okay I think and it's a good point and it I give you if we were doing a point system which we're not mm-hmm. I would give you we're the point there yeah, uh, yeah and I think I would, I would probably give you the point on the, the last one as well well thank um, you I appreciate that but you go ahead with the next one let's well my last one is um, more of a nutrition based one so if you have another exercise one okay um, I the other part of the jump serve or the other part of the spike the shoulder muscles and because I don't know form for volleyball that well I'm not you know I, I want to get into it you talked about doing a league but we I don't mm-hmm. know any, as of right now I know nothing about form of volleyball I can't decide if it be the core muscles in the spike or the shoulder muscles so I'm gonna I know I'm gonna go with something I know better the shoulder muscles I've injured my shoulder so many times I know how to reconstruct a shoulder and how to target it I think <laughs> I think banded work on the sh- for the spike so there's just one move I don't know what it's called it's a calisthenic move actually uh, but you use a band for it so I guess maybe it's not I don't know yeah I found I it think on- that that kind of goes in i don't know i found i a, use bands a I, lot <laughs> i found a calisthenic uh sub subreddit like bodyweight fitness um and it was like one of the it's part of the recommended routine there um and it's just like i honestly i don't even know how to explain it to you i i would have to link a video um I, i'll show you a video after what do you this. what do you do like, it's just like, like what's the... it's a, you just increase the band workout and it's just like it just peppers your shoulders so bad and it's just like a constant movement i'll show you the video um i think that that I probably should have picked a better shoulder exercise I can tell, talk about. You just what is okay? What is the what does the movement look like? So right, so the band starts behind your back, and you 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 grab it with your shoulder, and you're, you're looking forward. Your shoulder is behind mm-hmm. you, right or left, whatever one you want to start off with first. And you okay. grab it, and you kind of pull it over top of your head. You push it as far as you can forward. Then you go take it all the way back to where it started, and then you kind of like put the shoulder under oh you have to see the video on it because you won't be able to, I've, we're gonna link this in the video that's more we'll work. link it in the yeah we'll link it in the show notes in the show notes it is the best shoulder exercise for you and i'm telling you i don't know about explosive power but the endurance you need to keep doing that thing it absolutely burns me i think that's the best you need for a shoulder what would you recommend for your shoulder for that impact so, spike? yeah so for shoulders that's always like a. It's a, it's really difficult to get like you know big shoulders, mm-hmm. you know like that's one thing that I've noticed when bodybuilders are talking like that's one area that a lot of them are have difficulty gaining muscle in. Um, but I think banded work is really good for shoulders. But I would also recommend for a for more of a weighted thing is just um, the what dumbbell press. Oh yeah, That'd where you good. just press the uh, the dumbbells directly up because if you're doing it correctly, you're going to be using your back and your shoulders, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to be really using your arm at all. 
and you go slow and controlled just up and down i mean you've seen a press before i'm sure if you've seen anybody bench press it's just a standing bench press basically i mean that's how i would describe it well there's more variations but yeah that's one of the there's more variations that's that's my preferred way to do it when i am doing like weighted work is with um you know a the standing variation but uh, there's and there's tons of different ways you can do the like there's the military press the just overhead press dumbbell press it's all the same thing essentially mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's what I think I would I would go for Even- but banded work is also really good just because it you're gonna have stress the entire way through and it's gonna be a varying stress or strain I should say on the muscles mm-hmm. which is a really that's really good to have is just that variability. That's true. Uh, I think that makes sense. Uh, I I think that's all we should talk about with that section. If you want to talk about your nutrition real quick. So, yeah. Um, the one thing that I, I wanted to, to mention, and this is really important if you're going to be playing a sport just in general, because it is so oh, – what's the word? Like you need to be you know hydrated. Uh, and, I mean, I know we are always. <laughs> always got the water. Um, but – you got to have some electrolytes in you, right? Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend eating bananas for potassium. And if you don't like bananas, I have an alternative that is actually even better than bananas when it comes to potassium, and that's the kiwi. Okay. Um, they actually they have they have a ton of of they actually have a lot of stuff in them. Um, there's videos you can watch about how great they are for you, and nobody knows. Um, but I would highly recommend getting some potassium in you because what potassium does, it's an electrolyte which they help to regulate fluid balance, um, muscle contractions, and uh, like nerve signals. Like helps it helps all of that to be more. Um, I don't know if efficient is the right word, mm-hmm. but just it helps it all to be better, which is always the a good thing. Is you know if you can, you know, the healthier you are the better and getting these electrolytes i mean that's why people drink gatorade is because it has those electrolytes in it but don't drink gatorade because it's full of sugar that you don't need (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a good end to that section then if you want to go ahead to the next part the challenge for the week if you want to explain that a bit are you going to this one yes I, i can explain this one so essentially what we've decided to do is that at the end of every every podcast we will have a challenge that we're going to start and it will go. We decided for a week, correct? Yeah, um, a week. So it'll end before we record the next podcast, because this is a bi-weekly podcast. I don't know if we mentioned that, <laughs> but it'll end before we we do it, and then we'll come back to you next time and tell you how the results went, um, both in who won and you know what what it gained us and all of that, and what our approaches were. I think is another good thing mm-hmm. for us to talk about. Just and it's something that you can do along with us as well if you're listening you can try these out because they aren't they they shouldn't be too difficult and we're not um the perfect you know physical specimens yet, <laughs> yet. <laughs> that we that we strive to be that's the key word um so this week we're going to be doing a we're going to be doing a running challenge and it's really simple it's just a mileage whoever can get the most miles um but this this is going to we, we have to set some ground rules, obviously. Mm-hmm. So both of us take morning walks because it's a great start to your day. 
and we just get to listen to a podcast or a book or whatever for play on our phone for like half an hour. I don't know how long you go for walks. Yeah, half an hour for me too. Typ- See, I typically go for like a mile, which turns out to be half an hour. And it's just a great start to the day, but we're not counting that because that is not a run. So we can only count our runs. And I think we should also just limit it to once a day maximum. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but I think that it's just better health-wise because if we solely go about the challenge and just, you know, and we do two-a-days, that could injure us, you know, in the long run. I like and that. I want to prevent that, and I want to prevent anybody who's listening to, from getting injured. Because that's a problem we ran into. We used to do the challenge, you know, before we even did the podcast last year, I think. Uh, and yeah. we just, we one of the days, we just, like, one of the challenges, we went so hard. Like, I think we were just both dead afterwards. I don't know if you remember Yeah, we were. Now. We were dead. I mean, I know, I think you got hurt Yeah, my, after it. Yeah. I got hurt soon after it. I sprained my ankle, and I was unable to run. Um, and preventing injury, and getting injured is the exact opposite of getting fit. So, you know, we, we're going to gonna try not to do that here. Um, but if you are new to running and you're listening to this and you want to join, there's a few things to, to keep in mind, right? You can push yourself, but don't push yourself too hard, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, know your limits, and you'll find out what those are soon enough. And, I mean, get better 1% every day is my one of my favorite phrases I've heard. I love that phrase. And uh, another key thing is don't lead with your legs when you're running. Yep, you want that you wanna, body forward. Yep, you want to... You're basically, essentially, you're falling with every step and you're catching yourself. So you want your foot to land directly underneath you. Um, you'll, I mean, you'll get the hang of it when you start. Just pay attention to it. It'll, it'll start to come naturally. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but other than that, just stay hydrated and keep watching anime. There, there it is. Let's you know. Let's give a ranking for the anime we talked about. Keep a little bit of you know more anime focused because that's something we both yep. enjoy. I'd give Haiku. I think, of course, it varies, every show varies. I say a nine and a half to a ten. It's almost perfect. Yeah. See, for me, <laughs> Haiku is a ten. It's a perfect ten. It might be my favorite anime of all time. Like, it's definitely in that top five, you know? Wow. That's impressive. I, I mean, I absolutely love the show. And the manga is... I just started reading it. The manga is fantastic, too. So, highly recommend reading it, as well as watching it. I, um, oh, 100%. I'm actually just finished the final episode of the third season on my rewatch. And I just bought a Shonen uh, Jump subscription for that $2 nice. a month. So I can keep nice. reading it. Nice. That's it. that man. I'm so glad you you got that. It's it's a really good service, honestly. <laughs> I'm not trying to shill for anything, but it is a very good service if you want to read, you know, current manga. Listen, listen. I'm not trying to shill, but if they want to pay us to shill, wink. Oh, I'm wink. always open to shill for anybody who gives me money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I think we've reached the end of uh i think we've reached the end of the podcast here i think we have so you can find me at least uh here on twitter the seaweed ambassador you can find me on youtube where this podcast will be uploaded or anywhere else you're listening to this podcast um you know itunes uh, spotify google play wherever you're listening i would give us a good rating here leave us a like if you're listening on youtube subscribe uh, to the podcast or to the YouTube channel, 
to see more. And I guess we'll see you in uh, oh, two weeks. Two weeks it is. All right. I'm going to win that challenge, though. I uh, know. No, you're not. And we'll be talking about free yet again. We have decided. <laughs> yes, on that. we'll be talking about free, uh, free and swimming. Free swimming in the house. See, we've lost the challenge. You guys have a great one. See you later. Bye. Can't wait, can't wait to see you next week, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Too Fit Two Dweebs. Be sure to tune in next week where we'll be getting buff and teaching you stuff. Yeah.